Blog Talk Radio. property and you see it you go wow that looks great that's that's the one I'm after everything looks good uh, it's the right location let's go see that um, boy is that a good situation or not hi everybody this is Jim Mitchell we'll find out today when we talk to realtor David Schwabe here on your home buying compass um, we'll talk about the process and what to really look for when you're looking at a house um, David I know you have shown countless houses and uh, kind of looking forward to hearing what you have to say today. So um, thanks for being here and looking forward to our conversation. Thanks, Jim. I really appreciate it. The uh, market's really interesting right now. This is a great topic to discuss today. So if if someone is interested in, in a house enough to go to either an open house or have you accompany them on a tour, um, how should they approach it? Obviously, they're excited. They're interested enough to, to want to see the home, but do they, should they kind of temper their expectations a little bit till they get in and really look around? I think that, um, you know, the reality is they may have seen them pictures or driven past, and you don't know what you're up against until they see the house. But I think that people should um, walk into a house and walk through it and get a good feel for it um, the first time, just kind of walk through and how does it feel to them? It has to be a good fit for them. Um, and then, of course, after the first time through, we'll, we'll be more specific and have them, uh, you know, see if it, it meets all their criteria um, specifically. But I, I really think it, a house has to feel right to someone, right, and for themselves or their family. And that's a, a good first option, just do a quick walk through. Um, now, what <laughs> – we're going to kind of work against ourselves here. You and I have talked uh, several times about staging a home when you're trying to sell a home, <laughs> right. making it look good and, and having all the right things there. So so now you've got a buyer. How do you educate them to say, okay, look past what might be there and, and what are we really trying to see? Yeah, that's really interesting because you're right. When we're, hot, when we're selling a house or staging, it's emotionally appealed to people. And as a buyer – you know, I think a buyer, we have to let them feel, does the house feel right to them? And um, But specifically, depending on the buyer and their experience, if they're a first-time buyer, they may not be looking for the same things a second time uh, or third-time buyer we might be looking for. But, yeah, so they, if it feels right to them, then we get into specifics. Okay, how old is the roof? Um, the updates, you know, how how has the house been updated? And the more, and I, I think more than anything, it's how well has the house been maintained? And... Um, mm-hmm. I can usually walk into a house and see. It may not be updated, but you can tell it's really well taken care of. Um, just like you might be into a house that is really nicely updated, but you can kind of feel like it's just been patched together, and maybe the buyers ha- or the sellers haven't taken care of the house quite right. And these are the kind of things that a professional, I think, should be able to tell a buyer um, after they see the house and give them ideas on you know what they're up against or if it's if it's a good house. Uh, a couple of great things you've mentioned I want to follow up on right away. Let's go back to your first point about seeing how the house feels. You know, does it feel like the right right home for you? Uh, can you quantify that? I mean, what would you put in someone's head just to have them mentally see if a house 
feels right. Yeah, it just it's so anywhere. Any, well, we talked about this in Saving House, but a house has to feel right. It, it's anytime you buy anything emotionally, it has to feel right to them. And I think that sometimes it's it, it's just a, a gut reaction or a gut feel that some buyers might have. Um, so it might remind them of their grandmother's house growing up, right? Mm-hmm. It could remind them of the house they grew up, or um, it just it just might the flow or the feel might be something that they envision that they want, um, and that's just more of a gut reaction. I I don't get that obviously. <laughs> I see a lot of houses, so that I, to me it's not a feel. To me, I just look at the analytics of it and to make sure if they feel right in the house, we have to make sure that the house meets the criteria more specifically. Um, many mm-hmm. a times someone will walk into a house and they'll say, oh, I love this, I love this, I love this, and now if you're random, I'll remember you You told me one of the most important things you wanted was, you know, the, the kitchen opening into the family room. This one doesn't. Is that okay? Oh. I know. I mean, it just <laughs> you kind of – I have a list of things that told me they wanted, and we might go back over those because, as you said, you know, we've, we've emotionally gotten them staged up on some of the houses and we want to make sure that it meets their criteria that they originally told us they were looking for. So should a buyer sort of look at a home through the lens of their lifestyle? And, you know, as you're saying, maybe one buyer, they've got three or four young kids, and they want to have those kids be able to run around and grow up in that home. Other, others may be empty nesters who like to entertain. So is it uh, kind of a not how nice is the house, but how well does the house fit the way we like to live? Yeah, and that's usually what we talk about before they go out and look is what are they looking for, what are they, how are they trying to accomplish things. Um, one of the interesting things, and I think that it's never talked about, is that people buy a house, let's say if they have kids, to fit their family. But one of the things I always tell them is, you know, I know you're in the midst of this, you know, you've got a one-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, but, you know, you're probably going to own this house for at least five, seven, ten years you know, what is this going to look like in three years? Because mm-hmm. people cannot, they don't ever think of like, oh, wow, like I'm worried about a few steps, but in two years you won't be worried about steps because the kids will be older, right? So I think that people have to kind of envision what their family might become or will become as the kids grow older um, or if they plan on having more kids. And, um, I, you know, if they're going to be there five to seven years statistically, then we want to make sure that, it will meet their needs. And, and a great example of it, by the way, is um, I have a lot of people who have beautiful ranch homes, but they in the Midwest here, of course, we like basements. Um, but they don't have basements, and all of a sudden their kids get into high school and their kids bring their friends home, you know, and there's nowhere to go. So, yeah. you know, if I've got a, a family with a sixth grader and an eighth grader, I'm like, well, you know, basement might be important for you if you want a rec room, you know, um, so that all their kids just don't go up the stairs and, you know, or – in their bedrooms, et cetera. Yeah, and we're, we're talking with David Schwabe today of the Schwabe Group, uh, Compass Realty, um, sharing some information for us about buyers and uh, kind of uh, walking through some of the things that they should have in mind. You, you shared with us on a previous conversation, David, the sort of separating the taste and style. Um, you know, when you're looking at a home, all the walls may be blue and you don't like blue or there may be, uh, you know, thick carpeting in a bunch of rooms that uh, is hiding beautiful hardwood floors. Uh, how do you kind of put on glasses to sort through what you don't like 
in terms of taste, but to look at the structure and layout and size of the home. And this is where, going back to you, that's the question about feel, is that a buyer who can't look past that house won't feel right. So then we have to tell them, you know, I mean, I've seen houses next door to each other, and one house was just had newer paint and newer flooring, but it was $40,000 more. And, you know, let's say it was only cost ten or $12,000 to make the house identical, but they wanted to buy the more expensive house. And these uh, are the kind uh-huh. of things that we have to do as realtors, as professionals, and say, you know what, this is what you're looking for. Well, what, what about, let's check, is there hardwood under here? Um, really, how much does it cost to replace this carpeting? And if we just paint all the walls, because that's where we have to sort of give them the vision of if we did a few things in this house, um, it may change the whole feel of it. And, um, and that is kind of the, the trick sometimes that we want to make sure that people understand is, for example, the house isn't staged properly, correct, is what we're talking about. And in that case, I have to take the buyer through and explain to them, wow, this, this house might actually be a better value because it's not staged. We're going to buy it for less money and we can make it appeal. Um, and sometimes the answer to that is we might go online and find a house that's in the neighborhood that just has the colors and feels, and we can show them, hey, look at this kitchen at the same kitchen. These had the same cabinets. All that was different was flooring and paint, and look at the difference, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, it, and we just have to find a creative way to get people to understand this house might be the right one for them. And it's a better value. That's obviously the more important part. Is it um... – Harder as you work with clients who are downsizing, um, maybe they want to stay in a certain neighborhood, but it's, it's time to have a smaller home. Is it harder for them to envision what uh, a home is going to be like for them when it's smaller? It is. Um, it does get difficult for them, and a lot of times we just have to go through the house and walk them through and see how it feels to them. Um, sometimes we... Uh, you know, there's, let's say it's only a two-bedroom house, you know, hey, what bedrooms do you use in your house currently? Let's measure those bedrooms. Where the, these are the same size. So these are the bigger bedrooms than you currently have. Um, I've got a client right now who's moving into a smaller uh, place, and uh, they had to combine two rooms in the smaller place to make the, li- the family room as big as they have currently because that's where they live. So they can only mm-hmm. imagine living in the same size room that they currently have had for 30 years. So um, it really does get difficult, and um, sometimes it's a matter of opening walls up or, uh, you know, create, taking two rooms and making one because the reality is they might only use the kitchen in their family room in their house currently and maybe one bedroom. And if we go through that and they can understand that's all we currently use, maybe this isn't such a bad option for us. In, in terms of comment you just made there as well, I, I was going to ask, is it, does it make sense when you go into a home to – to bring a tape measure or to bring some photos from home of, you know, your furniture or wall hangs, things you have, just to, to really get a sense for what's going to fit where? Is that sort of fair game to do that when you're walking through? Yeah, I would, I would usually leave that to a second showing um, unless we're in a super hot market and they have to buy things right, right away. But uh, okay. people are concerned about – and for me it's more that they understand how, it, how big the house is compared to the current house. Because the reality is, I mean, I giggle sometimes, but someone's paying 600000 or 400000 for a house. You know, they probably can buy a new couch if they need to, right? Um, but, but, yeah, but more for an understanding of how, how their house fits or how it lives, it's probably a good example. And talk to me a little bit about 
what you do as a realtor when people are looking at a home you, you mentioned things you'd like to point out to them do you like to let them walk through on you know just kind of observe a little bit do you guide them through and um you know do you try and make sure that they just take their time or you're, you're kind of in somebody else's home but they're like hey we're here let's let's take take our time and and you kind of jump in and guide or what's your role so if if it seems like they're very interested like if this is the house um then I'll let them take as much time as they want. And I've sometimes, you know, it's funny that that's where open houses come in. If someone sits down on the couch and hangs out, it feels right to them. Some people have to have that attachment to a home. But, um, but I will specifically, when we're walking to the house, the first thing I'm looking at is the, where's the water go on the outside? How does the roof look? How do the windows look? How is the well maintained? These are the kind of things I look at and we will talk about. I just don't necessarily bring that up immediately to them. Um, because I want them to sort of feel the house out and then we'll talk about the things that maybe the house needs or the plus or minus. If I see something that's really drastically wrong and concerning to me, we'll just, I'll be very clear about it right away that I have concerns about the house. Um, but that's what comes, Jim, with seeing, you know, thousands of houses <laughs> and experience, right? You can see right away these things with houses that might be a problem. And, and you'll you'll guide them through, and if in fact then it comes to a, to an offer, there's a whole lot more that happens in the inspection. I'm sure we can talk about that at a separate time, but um, that's a very important part of the process as well when you bring the inspector in, correct? Of course, you know every every home will be inspected. We will never buy one without inspection, and then during that process, we will get deep into the to the house and the mechanicals and making sure everything's proper and. To make sure we guide, you know, guide their state giving and their, make sure the house is right for them and it's a good house. Um, well, as you've mentioned, uh, the market has been very interesting this year, and uh, not only this year, but with a couple of decades of experience, there's a lot you can share for people. We uh, we got to stop our conversation here, but I know people may want to talk further with you. How about a phone number and email address, David, where they can follow up? Sure, it's uh, 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747, and it's david at schwabegroup.com. So it's david at S-C-H-W-A-B as in boy E, group.com. Great. Excellent conversation with uh, David Schwabe. David, thanks for being with us. As always, enjoy our conversations, and uh, we get together uh, on a regular basis here to talk about home buying, home selling, and what to look for, and We'll talk a little bit more about uh, all different things, including the market and current conditions as we continue conversations. Thanks to David Schwabe for being here. Thanks to all of you for listening, and we will see you again on Your Home Buying Compass.